everyone. Good evening. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to this uh, wonderful uh, Wednesday night, the last Wednesday night of 2022. Can you believe it? And you're still here and you made it. Giving God the glory for that. Um, got a great training for us tonight. Uh, you're going to need to listen and pay attention for application for manifestation. Okay, I want you to really hear what the Holy Spirit is going to say to us. Uh, for some of it, it's going for some of us going to be new. For some of us, it's going to be a refresher. But however, it's still the Word of God, and we live by and we operate by the Word of God, ladies and gentlemen. And so, uh, give me your for the next forty-five minutes. Give me your undivided attention, uh, uh, so we can really penetrate your spirit tonight with the word of God. I'm excited uh, about what we're going to share uh, and because it's important. Uh, and I think I don't think we understand uh, the real importance of what we're going to share tonight. But hopefully after the night we go through scripture, uh, you'll have some greater understanding and have greater participation in what we're going to minister and train you in tonight. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful night uh, that you have allowed us to be a part of tonight. And uh, we're grateful. Uh, we're coming to the end of one year and beginning of another one. And we're grateful uh, to see this wonderful December 28, 2022. And Holy Spirit, help us now to glean uh, what the Father is saying to us so, so that we can apply ourselves properly. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, in the kingdom of God, there are laws, okay, laws that govern life, uh, the laws that govern manifestation, the laws that govern miracles, the laws that govern signs, wonders, and manifestations. And when you understand this law, Jesus operated in this law, and God the Father operated in this law, and it worked. And if it worked for God and if it worked for Jesus, uh, we as representation, representatives of them, it will work for us when we work it. And that's when we work it, all right? I'm going to say some powerful things for you to glean on that the Holy Spirit has given to me and uh, for you to grasp. So tonight, I want to share with you the law, L-A-W, the law of prophetic speaking. The law of prophetic speaking. Uh, this law was in place many, many years. Uh, matter of fact, God used it through the prophets to birth Christ in the earth. The Bible says he came down through 42 generations, and they kept decreeing and declaring the Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. And so we see that Messiah came uh, in the beginning of the creation of the earth, the Bible says the earth without foreign board. And the Bible said, and God said, let there be. God said, let there be. And there was, again, God operating on the law of prophetic speaking. A lot of the prophets, uh, major and minor prophets, operated in the law of speaking. Uh, the apostles, the 12 apostles of the Lamb uh, also operated in the uh, law of prophetic speaking. Uh, Apostle Paul operated also in the law of prophetic speaking. So this is a divine law that God has given to us to bring things into the realm of reality. We often hear this uh, that everything, everything uh, that God's ever going to do 
have already been done, okay? And the Bible says uh, that that will be done on earth as in the heaven. And what we understand, a lot of things have already been manifested or, or uh, caused to be in fruition. The Bible says over in Ecclesiastes that there's nothing new under the sun. And so these principles are what God utilized to bring things into fruition. And just, it just let me sort of give you up what we said, because I really want you to grasp uh, what we're saying uh, by way of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you don't believe, you will not decree that word decree means to prophetically decree or declare or to prophetically speak. If you don't believe, you won't decree or you won't speak. Now, we're talking about the rules that govern the supernatural realm of God in his kingdom. And then these rules, <clears throat> we operate and we participate properly. We're going to get the right results. Uh, I heard Dad Hagen say, uh, there are many rules to prayer, and there are different kinds of prayer. <clears throat> Even though prayer, you got the prayer of faith, you got the prayer of agreement, you got the prayer of petition, you got the prayer of consecration. Uh, so, but all these prayers uh, operate and function a different way. They got different rules that go along with them for you to function in them. And so, when we come down to this, this is one of the most powerful laws that you and I can operate in as a believer uh, in Christ Jesus. Now, again, let me give you, if you don't believe, you will not decree or you will not speak. All right? So my job is to get you to believe so you can speak prophetically. Because when you do that, you operate in another realm, uh, in a realm called the supernatural, uh, to bring things from the realm of the supernatural into the realm of the natural. Uh, and that you have to utilize this law, amen, to allow you to release properly uh, and have God demonstrate the power of the spoken word. Now, um, let's go to Hebrew chapter three, verse six. I didn't go there, let me go there. Let's go to Hebrew, I think this is the right one. Hebrew chapter three. Let's see. Actually, let's go to Hebrew. Um, 11 and 6. Hebrew 11 and 6. Uh, this one is very important. And it's uh, be the found, foundation, one of the foundation scriptures by which we will build this uh, lesson tonight. Now. Watch this, Hebrew 11 and 6. Again, don't let these scriptures, uh, my spiritual father, Dr. Thompson, I would say don't let these scriptures become um, normal because when you do, you'll lose revelation and don't act like you know them because you can always pull something out of God will always give you fresh uh, rhema when you stay open to scriptures. So don't ever think, oh, I know that scripture. No, no, because you don't know what God's going to reveal to you out of that scripture at this particular time. Uh, but here in 11, 6, but without faith. Remember we say, if you don't believe, you will not decree or you not speak. Um, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Um, so again, I want you to grasp uh, whatever God says, you have to believe it. Um, because if you don't believe it, 
you're not going to utilize it. Uh, you're not going to participate with it uh, because you don't think it's important. And so it's very important that you grab a hold of what we're going to say to you uh, because if you don't, you won't. <laughs> I'm just saying it just eases as I can. Uh, now, let's go to Romans. We, we, oh, I'm sorry. We in Hebrew. Go back to chapter four. A lot of scripture tonight, so just bear with me. Because as we come into 2023, there's some things you're going to have to start doing that you were not doing in 2022. Okay? As we come in 2023, there's some things you have to start doing that you were not doing efficiently and effectively in 2022. All right? Now, notice this. Um, Hebrew chapter four, we're going to start at verse one. I think it'd be good to start at verse one. Let us therefore fear least a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Now, how could we come short of it? Not believing and not speaking. How can we come short of it? Not believing and not speaking. But somebody say, I believe, really? If you believe, then are you speaking? Because remember, we'll get into you will always speak what you believe. I'm giving that, give that. Remember now, you will always speak what you believe. And what you believe, it is what you speak in. And no doubt about it. It's no way around it. All right? We're going to get into that. Just hold on to that. Write that down because it's very important. Verse 2, for unto us was the gospel preached, good news, as well as unto them. But even though they heard it, even though it's preached, but, watch this, but the word preach or proclaim or explain did not profit them. not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Now, how can it not be mixed in faith in them that heard it? They didn't believe it. They didn't believe it when it heard it. And so they never got the promise that was left behind. But yet the Bible says, all the promises of God is yes and amen. It's only yes if you have faith to speak it out or faith to decree it to come into existence. Listen very closely because you have to reshape, retain, recondition, remold your mind. Very, very importantly, this is a very serious message and training tonight because this is how we function and operate and activate the law of faith. The law of faith is activated by words. The law of faith is activated by words. Are you listening? Now, let's go on to Romans now, chapter three. Romans chapter three. Okay, thank you. We'll go there too. Thank you. Romans chapter three, if you will, please. Go over there with me. Oh, this is going to be good tonight. I'm helping myself. Now, in Romans, let me get down. I saw something else the Holy Spirit gave me, so I had to sort of do a detour. But 
Now notice this, notice this now class, watch this, watch this. In Romans chapter three, verse number two, watch this. Much every way chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God or the word of God. Oh my God! I want, I'm reading. Then I want to read it to you in the uh, in the in the amplified. Let me read this, this to you in the amplified uh, in verse two. Much in every way to begin with, and to the Jews were entrusted the oracles, the brief communications, the intentions. I like that word. The intentions, the oracles of God. So we begin to understand the intentions of God through the oracles of God, through the brief communication of God, which is the word of God. And then once we get that, those brief communications, once we get his spiritual intentions, once we get those oracles, all those utterances from God, from the spirit, then we have to have faith to speak them out until they manifest. This is where your faithfulness come in or you know, your faithfulness, keeping your faith full until it's manifested. Now, go to verse three in the, in the, in the King James. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Verse four, watch, God forbid. Just because other folk don't believe in God, don't stop the faith of God or don't stop God from doing what he said he's going to do. And that's what that's saying. I, I love it. Um, and, and the Amplified says, what if some don't believe, did not believe, and were without faith? Does their lack of faith or their faithfulness nullify and make ineffective and void the faithfulness of God and his fidelity to his word? No words, just because they don't believe don't doesn't mean the word is not real and the word is not true. No, God's word is true. So just because they don't believe it, doesn't change it. <laughs> huh? Just because they down it or, or disbelieve it, don't mean it don't work, is what Paul is telling these uh, Romans Christians. No, it would still work even if they don't believe it. But what do I have to do? Watch this. First of all, God forbid, let God be true, but every man a liar against God. When they say every man a liar against God, that's coming against God, let that man be a liar, is what it's stating. Then they're going to say, yay, listen, as it is written, listen, as it is written, that they, that thou may be justified in thy sins. That thou may be justified, that you may be justified in what you're saying, and might overcome them when thou art judged. No, what's what you saying is going to manifest, and then they'll judge for not believing. They'll be judged for not believing what you're saying, is what this Bible is saying right now. Now, verse four, by no means, he says, let God be found true through every human being. Is false and a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified and shown to be upright in what you say. What you say, praise God, and prevail, prevail when you are judged by sinful men. So when they begin to judge you on what you're saying, when God manifests it, it will judge their unbelief. You don't have to do that. See, you ain't got to prove nothing to them. What you have to do is prove to God that you believe in God. And when God manifests, it proved to them that you believe in God and God still honor his word. So don't worry about them. You just worry about what you're doing. Because you don't always have naysayers and haysayers and non-participants uh, when you operate or uh, manifesting the things that God wants you to operate manifest, manifest in. All right? Now, oh, this is good. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is powerful. Because we, we, we tell you that the law of faith, excuse me, the law of faith is activated by word. 
Now, First Corinthians. And I know we like, well, you know, they said, no, what God said. Well, you know, they said, no, what God said. Because what God said is way more than what they are saying. Okay? Now, first Corinthians, second Corinthians scripture, second Corinthians chapter four, verse 13. Oh, I still got a long way to go. Lord, help me. Come on, y'all stay, stay with me, pay attention because. This is how you're going to, see, you have to change some things. And when you get over 2023, some things you didn't do and some things you, you know, you need to grab a hold on because they're still there. They still exist. And God just waiting for you to stay in faith to get it. Now, now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Watch this. We have in the same spirit of faith, spirit of faith, spirit of faith uh, is the same thing as the, Law of the Spirit. We have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, we believe. We have the same spirit of faith. According to what is written, we believe. Remember, I say, if you don't believe, you will not decree. But this is what this says. Well, we have the same spirit of faith. According to, according as written, I believe. Therefore, I have spoken. <laughs> I believe. Therefore, I have spoken. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Have I had for me tonight? I believe. Therefore, I have spoken. We also believe, and therefore, we speak. You see it right here in the Word. Thank you, Lord, for helping me out. So, if you don't believe, you will not decree. You will not speak. Thus, you will not receive. So if you're not receiving, right, then evaluate and check up on your speaking because it reveals your believing. Okay? All right. Now, let's go to James chapter 1. Hallelujah. James chapter 1. Now, I, I was blessed to sit up on one of the greatest teachers of faith that ever walked this earth. I believe uh, Dad Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, trained on him for two years, signed his class, showed us how to proficiently and effectively operate in faith by speaking the word of God. And, we, and those things are still alive in me. If you can get people to yoke up with you and believe with you and stand with you, oh, there's so much you can get done, so much we can get accomplished. He said, I believe, therefore I speak, but we believe, therefore we also speak together. That's why it's so important that when we give a prophetic word from the platform of God, that we, uh, as, as a company of believers begin to echo it together in faith because it puts a uh, puts pressure on God to manifest his word hallelujah and we begin all yoked together and say the same thing and speak the same thing and decree the same thing it's it's putting that uh that anointing and causing God to go into operation and bring those things to pass Praise God. Now, listen real close because these things are so important, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in James chapter 1, verse 5, if any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth liberally to all men, a braid or not, it shall be given him. Now, verse 6 is very important that we've been stressing but let him ask in faith. Now, you cannot ask in faith, ladies and gentlemen, unless you believe. You cannot really ask in faith unless you really believe. He that come to God must believe that he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. Now, let him ask in faith, not wavering, because when you don't believe, 
you're going to waver like a windshield wiper. You're going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now, the Bible says if you do that, uh, for he that wavereth is like a toss, like the sea, driven, wind, like a windshield wiper. Watch this. Verse 7. Let, let, let not this man thinketh that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So it's not that the Lord don't want you to receive it. It's just you're not thinking it's right. So your believing can be right. Your speaking be right. And you can receive the manifestation. See, it's plain in the scripture. It's telling us how to receive the manifestation of God. Praise his wonderful name. Now, are you seeing what the Holy Ghost is saying to us? Now, let's go to another scripture. Let's go to Joel. Let's go to Joel. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Let's go to the book of Joel. Uh, let's look at this. One more time. Get your eyes on it. Now. And we're going to look at verse 28. Just for time's sake. Thou shalt also decree a thing. Thou mean you shall also decree a thing. And it shall be established unto thee. Thou shalt decree and it shall be established. Thou shalt speak prophetically and it shall be established. What? That's what the Bible says. But see, we let our mind play in. We let circumstances, we let people, we let all these outside voices cut us short of doing this. See, and you got to maintain your level of faith seeing. Got to maintain your level of faith seeing because I remember he, uh, Dad Hagen say, faith always sees the answer. Even though it might not be in the natural, but in the spirit, you see it, you speak it, and it manifests. This is how you work the supernatural, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Now, um, listen. Let's go to John 14. I can't give you. I got to go this way. I wish I could spend more time, but I can't. Because my time is limited, but I'm going to give you what we can, and you can dig, keep digging, and rearrange. John 14, 12. Jesus is teaching this law, the law of prophetic speaking. Jesus is teaching this law, all right? Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, see, again, if you don't believe, you're not going to do this. Amen. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Greater works shall he do because I go unto my Father. Verse 13. Get a hold of this, ladies and gentlemen, because this is truth. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name. Now he's telling us how to do it how to speak prophetically with his name. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is truth. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And you begin to decree the word of God concerning the promises of God. And you stay there until he do it. So you can't say, well, I did it two days or I did it a week. No, because see, it's all based on your faith. He know when you're ready to receive it by you sticking with it. You can't hopscotch this. The day you say it, tomorrow you forget it. 
two days you said you three days you forget. No, no, no. You got to stick with it until it manifests in your life. It has to become real to you. And the more you say it, the more you speak it, the more it becomes real to you, and the quicker it manifests for you. Amen. Now, this is Bible. Now, what we have to do, ladies and gentlemen, we have to fight against this not happening. Because your, your mind will fight you. Because it's not normal. Now, go with me to Proverbs 21 and 23. If you will, Proverbs 21, 23. Praise God, man. Come on. We can do this, body of Christ. Watch this. Proverbs 21, 23. Let's make sure I got the right. Yes. Watch this. Proverbs 21, 23. Now watch this. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. So when you begin to speak right, pathetically, it keeps your soul out of trouble. Oh, glory be to God. So you can take your soul out of trouble tonight by applying this law immediately and begin to see some swift changes begin to take place around you and in you. Now, I want to go on and look at something else. In uh, Proverbs chapter 12, let's go there. We're going to be here a little bit, Proverbs, in the book of Proverbs, and we'll go somewhere else that the Lord wants us to go. Now, in Proverbs 12, 14, now we're talking about the law of prophetic speaking. If you don't believe, you won't, you will not decree. We, we've already proved that. we got some other things we're going to say to you in just a few minutes. Amen. Shall be satisfied. with good by the fruit of his mouth. What? Did you hear that? A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. What is that? That's the law of prophetic speaking. As the Holy Ghost revealed to me today as I was preparing for the night, preparing for the night. Are you seeing this class? This works when you work it properly in your life. Now, let's go to chapter 16. Come on, stay with me. Let's go to chapter 16. And we're going to look at verse 622. Praise God. Watch this class. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that have it. But the instructions of the folly is fools is folly, excuse me. Now, number 23. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. <laughs> Boy, I love this. Glory to God, man. There's some good teaching. Are you listening? Let me give it to you again. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and added learning to his speaking. Is what it's saying to his lips, to his speaking. See, begin to know what to speak, uh, know what to decree, and so forth and so on. 
verse number 24. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb. Sweet to the soul. And health to the bones. Ooh, did you hear that class? Let me give you that again. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. Glory to God. Bring healing to your body. You hear that? So could your sickness and disease keep hanging around because you're speaking wrong? You're not speaking faith-filled words. You're not speaking healing, health. See, oh, come on, class. Come on, stick with me tonight. Don't fight the law. Use the law to benefit your life because that's how you're going to get results in God. You're not going to get it any other way, ladies and gentlemen. You can't make no detour on this. You got to go straight through the door. You got to go line upon line, precept upon precept. Praise God. Now, number 25. I didn't quite understand this, but then the Holy Spirit gave me some understanding. There's a way that seemed right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. And I said, well, well Holy Spirit, what, what? What you mean by that? Because we we talk about he say when he say there's a way that seems right on the man. Well, it seemed right to say these negative words. It seemed right to say what the world is saying. It seemed right to say I'm sick. It seemed right to say, uh, you know, I can't shake this or I can't get rid of this, or I don't know why this has happened or that. I'm telling you, it seemed right to say that, but it only brings death to your manifestation. You're not going to see the fruit of your fruit of what you want from God because you keep speaking death to it. Are you listening, class? That's I said, oh, okay. Then he gave me a scripture to go along with this. I'm going to go to the next. There's a way that seemed right. It seemed right to say those things. But it says, only going to produce death in your life. All right? You say all this foolish stuff out of your mouth. Uh, uh. Uh, I'm broke. Uh, I don't have enough. Uh, I, you know, whatever you, you speak out of your mouth, that's not the Bible. You know, pain. I'm sick. Uh, uh, oh my God. You know, that, that ain't what he said. What did he say? You say what he said so you get his results, ladies and gentlemen. Now you got to hear me now. I'm not fussing. I'm bringing correction to your mind. Hear the word of the Lord tonight so you can be blessed, healed, delivered, set free by the power of God. He's already provided it. Can you possess it? I'll give, that, give that to you. He's already provided it for you, but can you possess it for yourself? Now, oh my, time. Let's, let's keep going. Go over two chapters of chapter 18. Now, praise God. Chapter 18 here. We're going to look at verse 20. A man's belly. We see this. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Or shall it come to pass, or he shall have what he say? Notice 21. Remember, there's a way that seemed right, but the end of the ways of death. Remember, I showed you, and he, he said, by speaking wrong, speaking negative, speaking derogatory. Death, it is death and life are in the power of tongue. So either you speaking prophetically, prophetically life over you or you speaking prophetically death over you. 
Oh, 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 Lord, help us. Are you hearing the word of the Lord tonight, class? You either speaking death or you speaking life. Notice, there's no gray area. There's no in-between. You're doing either or to yourself. This is why this thing is so important. This is why you have to make some adjustments uh, in 2023 that you did not do in 2022. Some things changed, some things didn't change, some things never happened because you never agreed with God for it. Amen. And you didn't believe it, so you didn't speak it. And so you haven't received it yet. But it's still there in the atmosphere of taking. Because remember, he's already provided. Can you possess it? Now, write this down. Because uh, that's my time, man. Write this down. Holy Spirit said, wherever your mind is, I'm sorry, wherever your mind goes, wherever your mind goes, your mouth follows. Wherever your mind goes, your mouth will follow. That is very important to you because you're going to believe in your mind. So whatever you believe in your mind, your mouth will follow. And we, watch this. We'll get bored about it. I'm just saying what I believe. <laughs> but what you believe could be causing death. Huh? And then, you know, we'll say this, well, I don't want to be lying. It's just the facts of it. Well, Faith will change the fact of what you're dealing with. So you don't got back in the natural. You don't got back over here with people talking. Now, let me help you with this because I'm going to show you you're not lying. I'm going to show you you're supposed to be doing this from the word of God. So you won't ever let your mind say you're lying when you're saying something God wants you to say as it hasn't manifest yet, as if you already have it. You must, write this down, you must decree you must decree, watch this, what you see. You must decree what you see. See, because what you see is what you're going to decree. This is just how I see it. <laughs> well, you could be seeing wrong. There's a right way to see it, and there's a wrong way to see it. You know what he told Joshua? See, I have given you Jericho. What did he tell Joshua? See, I have given you Jericho. He told Joshua to see it. We hadn't possessed it yet. Why? Now you know the story. I don't have time to go there. He told him to see it. Mind, mentally, get it mentally in your mind. See, I have given. See, I have given. See, I have given. It don't make a difference what's there. I don't care. If you see the walls. I don't care if you see the people. He said, get, get beyond that and see what I have given. See, it takes the Holy Spirit to take it into another realm of the supernatural. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Now, I'm going to read this. I'm out of the uh, Passion Bible, I like what it says. You can read it out different verse, but this is just good. And uh, Romans chapter 4, verse 16, out of the Passion Bible. And a summation of what we're saying tonight. All right? Now, the promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a grace gift. And now it extends to all the descendants of Abraham, which we are. We are the seed of Abraham. This promise is not only meant for those who obey the law, but also those who enter into the faith of Abraham, which we have entered into the faith of Abraham. The father of us all. Now watch verse 17. That's what the scripture means when it says, I have made you a father of many nations. Now, this is when Abraham didn't have a son. 
But God said, Abraham, uh, Abram, I made you a father of nations, a father of many nations. He says, therefore, I'm going to change your name from Abram to Abraham, the father of many nations. So every time God was calling Abraham, he was calling him the father of many nations before Isaac ever came on the scene. Because by the time God told him that he was going to have a son, it took 24 years. Not saying it's going to take you that long, but it took 24 years before Isaac ever came along. But God kept calling him Abraham. For 24 years, God called him Abraham. He said, I'm changing your name from Abram to Abraham, a father of many nations. Now, if God operated like that, and I told you he did, uh, what we supposed to be doing? He is our example and father of, for, God, for in God's presence, he believed. Uh-oh. What have I been telling you? If you don't believe, you won't speak. And we showed you uh, earlier, I believe this, oh, therefore I have spoken. We also believe this will speak. And he says, now watch this, watch this class, watch this class, watch this class. He is our example and father for in the God's presence, he believed that God can raise the dead and call and to be the things that don't even exist yet. That is the law of prophetic speaking, ladies and gentlemen. Do you hear me? It's right here in the word of God. Calling those things that be not as though they were. You're not lying. You're calling them like God say they are. Even though it hasn't manifested yet, but you're going to use your words to speak to speak prophetically and cause the manifestation of what's supposed to be in your life. If God call you rich, why are you calling you poor? If God call you whole, why are you calling you sick? If God call you delivered, why are you calling you bound? Let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Say so. Let the redeemed say so. Speak prophetically over their lives, over their family, over their finances, over their future. Do you hear what the Lord is saying tonight, ladies and gentlemen? This is very important for all of us. Are you listening? And then it goes on saying, against all odds, because sometimes you have to speak against all odds. When it look hopeless, Abraham believed the promise and expected God to fulfill it. Now notice what it says. He took God at his word. He that believe it. He that come to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that did. He expected. He believed. He took God at his word. And as a result, he became the father of many nations. God's declaration over him came to pass. God's declaration, God's prophetic decree, declaration over him came to pass. It's going to happen the same way for you and I, ladies and gentlemen, when we utilize it properly. Come on, class. Come on. Come on. Step up in the supernatural. Step up in the realm of faith and trust in God. Abraham did it because he took God at his word. Now, when you take him at his word, Regardless of what's going on, against all the odds, you keep saying it. Don't you stop saying it. I said, don't you stop saying it. You keep believing and you keep speaking so you can receive. This is how it works. And we all align ourselves to the wonderful laws of God. We can receive the blessings from them. I write this down. We must learn. We must learn to put a governor on our mind. We must learn to put a governor on our mind so we will have the power to decree the right words. We must put a governor on our minds so we will have the power to decree the right words. Give that one more time. We must learn to put a governor on our mind 
So we will have the power to decree the right words. Remember what we said, wherever your mind goes, your mouth will follow. So if I don't put a governor there, I see anything. But it won't be the right words. Remember, there's a way that seemed right on the man, but the ways of death, the ways of death. Or it seemed right to say it, but it's going to produce death. Or everybody else is saying it. I don't care. God ain't saying it, so don't you say what God ain't saying. You stick with what God said. He took God at his word. You're going to take God at his word. Now, refusing, refusing to, to govern or train your faculties is a detriment to your manifestation of faith. Refusing to govern or train your faculties is a detriment to your manifestation of faith. Let me give it that one more time. Refusing to govern or train your faculties, your mental faculties, when I'm talking about your mental faculties, is a detriment to your manifestation of faith. Well, I tell you, the Holy Ghost is teaching us tonight. See, see, you refusing to go to the Word of God and retrain, retrain, and, and put a governor on. I, I ain't saying that. Nope, I'm not thinking that. Casting down every uh, high thing that won't exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Cast that thing down. And bring the right words up. See, this is something you have to do. It takes discipline. It takes uh, resilience to do this. If not, you're not going to do it. You're going to be saying the other stuff. And guess what you're going to keep producing? Death. Death. I speak life to it. I, I decree. I declare. And so these things you're supposed to be doing as a speaking spirit. The words that I speak unto you, they are, they are spirit and they produce life, is what Jesus said. And see, he operated the same way. I'm telling you, you're going to operate the same way. Now, understand this. You can't have, I don't care what I, what I say attitude. Get rid of that. Oh, my God. You can't have you can't have I don't care what I say attitude you can't have that ladies and gentlemen you got to care what you say if not listen to me you're killing yourself I know you want to hear that and I'm not speaking negative I'm just telling you what the Bible says there's a way to see right uh under man but the ways of is the ways of death death and life are under the power of tongue I'm telling you if you keep doing it you speak a death over your life now whether you want to accept it or not that's your business but I'm telling you the truth you have to rearrange and change what you're doing so you, so you can benefit the, the things of God because God has provided, but can you take possession of it? Because you will never advance in the supernatural power of God if you keep having I don't care attitude. See, you can't have, I don't care what I say attitude, because if you do, you'll never advance in the supernatural power of God. You'll never advance. Always remember this. Instructions are no good unless they are followed. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us, help us, help us. Instructions are no good unless they are followed. Don't shout me down because I'm teaching real good. Instructions are no good unless they are followed. And we give you a lot here. I got one more scripture, two more scriptures, and then we'll finish for the night. Uh, but you got to do this by the Christ. 
If you don't, you're tying up the hands of God for manifesting in your life. If I don't do it, I'm tying up the hands of God. Because our mind want to take us out of the context of God, man. The Bible says, when we were over there with uh, uh, Adam, uh, I mean, uh, Abraham and Sarah, you know, they were beyond years. 100, 100, they were beyond years. But he believed God. In spite of against the odds, we're going to have a son. We, God told me we're going to have a son. We're going to have a son, Sarah. I don't care if it takes us 105 or 110, we're going to have that child. That was the attitude of Abraham. And Sarah, they didn't, he say, he didn't, he didn't, man, he stayed there. He took God at his word and it came to pass. But he had resilience. He stood there, strong, believed, gave glory to God. Now, let me give you one more example of this. And it, 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 it hopefully it'll hit home for us. Go to Matthew. Go to Matthew chapter nine. Go to Matthew chapter nine. And then this, this, we have two, one, and then we'll go to one more. And then I'll be it. Matthew chapter nine, verse 20. Come on, quickly. Matthew chapter nine, verse 20. Watch this. And behold, a woman with a disease, with an issue of blood for 12 years, came behind him and touched him, touched the hem of his garment. Verse 21. Watch what you see. God had provided, but she had to take possession of it. See, God had already provided healing for her, but she had to take possession of it. Watch this. For she said within herself, she said within herself, if I may trust in him of his garment, I shall be made whole. The translation says, for she kept saying to her, she kept saying it. Why are you stopping? She was sick for 12 years. Doctors gave her up, sent her home to hospice to die. She got a hold of the word of God. She got a, saw Jesus. She said, I can touch the hem of his garment. I know I'll be made whole. She kept saying it. And, to, and why? You know why she was saying it? Because she was saying it. If I can just touch that hem, I'm going to be made whole. She did it. She worked it all together. It worked all together. Boom. Supernatural. The power of God left Jesus' body, went in her body, and, and tore that disease out of her body, and she became whole instantly. He's still the same God, ladies and gentlemen. He's the God of signs, wonders, and miracles. When we operate in the scripture, she didn't lose sight of what she was saying, and she didn't lose sight of what she was seeing, and she saw, and she operated what she was saying and seeing. She touched him, and she got a manifestation. Now go to, go to Mark. Let's see it again. Come on. No more excuses now. No more excuses. Ride faith until it manifests. Stand there until you see it come to pass. He's not a man that he should lie. Not the son of man shall repent. Having not said it, shall it not make it good? Now, Mark 5. We'll look at it again. And we'll look at verse number 28. For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. If I touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. For she kept saying, for she kept saying, the law of prophetic speaking. She kept saying, she kept saying, she kept saying, she kept saying. And then she saw, and Jesus said, Jesus said to her, daughter, Thy faith have made thee whole. Your faith is going to make you whole. But you have to get that mind right, get that mouth right, get these eyes right. Jephra, see, I give you Abraham. I give you Jericho. See, I give you Jericho. I have given you to you, Jericho. 
I have given to you the promises of God. I have given to you healing. I have given to you health, wealth, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, peace, joy, faith. I've given you all these things. Prosperity. I've given it to you. I provided it, but only through your faith can you take possession of it. How do I take the possession of it? I, now, I know some of you ain't going to want to change your mouth, but I can't help you then. God can't help you. You got to stop saying that mess. Listen. Stop hurting yourself by saying the wrong things, ladies and gentlemen. It's not funny. This is real. You're giving the devil access and authority to attack you when you use those derogatory and negative and, and all those other words that he can advance on your life. Don't you know that? Don't you know? It's only by you, what you say, you give him access over your life and you agreeing with disagreeing. Get out of those people talking fear, down unbelief, talk sickness and disease and get away from those people. Talk poverty, light, insufficient. Get away from that and get into an environment of faith where the supernatural can work on your behalf. Hallelujah, man. I, I'm telling you, this stuff works, man. I'm, I've seen it work too many times. Now work it and get your results. Do it and see what God will do for you. Let go of the old. Grab a hold of the new and watch what God do for you. All right? All right? You can do this. Change. Rearrange. And watch God. Watch God show you how much he loves you. When you line up with the word of God and let the church say, Amen. <laughs> I took, man, I was ready for this tonight. I mean, the Holy Ghost kept charging me and saying stuff to me. He said, get, he said, get him on this. Now, you can start this before you get into 2023. Start seeing what's going to happen in 2023. Start speaking prophetically over your life, your home, your body, your finances, your children, your business, your job, whatever you got. Start moving in the realm of the supernatural. Watch God. All right? We love you. Now, it's time to worship God in your giving. Praise God. Hey, listen. When we meet again, it'll be on January 1st, 2023 which is Sunday. Sunday is the last day of 2022. So bless the Lord real good. He's been good to you. Has he been good to you? Honor him tonight with a great good seed. Of just Lord, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to see the last Wednesday of this year. Thank you that I'm going to see New Year. Put some love on that seed. Minister Janet is going to put out there how you can pay your tithes and your offerings uh, so you can get it in the ground tonight. Oh, man, I tell you, I feel the anointing of God because I know he's ready and willing to bless you abundantly, swiftly. Don't work against him. Let's work with him and watch him bless you like he always want, wanted to do. Amen. So get your ties in the, get your ties uh, in the ground, get your offers in the ground. Uh, if the Lord lead you to sow into the anointing of my life tonight, you can do that as well. My cash app um, is out there. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I mean, Jenna, Minister Jenna, put it out there on the line for you. Listen, Sunday, Sunday morning, I have the word. 
that God has given us for the year for Greater Glory Life Center. Uh, so I will be releasing that word on Sunday morning. We'll also be having communion on Sunday morning. So come. It's the first day of the year. Start the year off right. Be in church. Bring your children. Anybody who will come, start the year off right in church and watch the rest of your year be a great year. All right. So don't stay home on Sunday. It's the first day of the year. Communion Sunday. We're going to be praying over your special prayer. We got a special word for you. Don't miss your time of visitation on Sunday morning, 8 o'clock. Uh, bring someone with you. Don't come by yourself. Let's look for God to do great things because we got a great word from the Lord that will be a blessing to you 365 days in 2023. Father, thank you for giving us this opportunity on this last Wednesday night of 2022 as we gather together in your name as Greater Glory Life Center. We thank you for our building, uh, our building, our church building that we'll have in 2023 to come together and have our own place of worship so we can do ministry at the level you want us to do it. We go ahead and speak in advance that we'll get our building quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, bring that person or individuals in our life that will cause it to manifest. We set these things in motion right now. So in the name of Jesus, we call our church building into existence in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. We thank you for it in advance. We know that it's already done, so we now uh, take a possession of it uh, by faith, speaking faith-filled words. Now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that your blessing will rest upon us until we meet on Sunday morning. I pray the blood of Jesus over us, over our kids, our homes. There's so much going on right now, Lord. Uh, we come against any accidents, uh, any uh, terror attacks uh, against anything, Lord God, against us. We put a shield of protection around us. Put that force field around uh, us and our kids, and our grandchildren, Lord, that nobody, that this the death angel will not attack any of us before we enter into 2023, Lord. In the name of Jesus, cover us with the blood. Send your angel, angels of protection around us to keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. I thank you for it. I ask you for it. In the name of your son, Jesus, we now release your peace, your grace, your mercy, your protection, and your provision over this body of believers. In Jesus' name, I pray. And I pray that you agree with this prayer with me and you'll say, amen. Listen, love you. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday morning, 8 o'clock.